Hey, 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 welcome to That Shit Was Poetic, where we touch on all things poetic, like music, poetry, art, movies, quotes, and famous poets. I'm your host, Nikki. So let's get into it. How are you guys? How are you guys? How are you guys? I hope you all had a beautiful week. I had a beautiful week. I got some exercise in. I went to Kenneth Hahn and I had a great walk with a friend of mine and we had a really good time. We had good conversation and we got our exercise in. Um, what else did I do this week? I've been working on my podcast, you know, just researching for you all listening. So I hope you are enjoying this far you know, what I've been bringing to the table. If you have any ideas, you know, on some things that you would like to hear on my podcast, you can um, email me at thatshitwaspoetic at gmail.com. I got a new mic, got a new mic, so I'm happy. Um, I have not gotten it hooked up quite yet, but I'm excited to use it. So that's like, really excited to use this mic like that's been my number one thing that I've been thinking about trying to hurry and get this microphone set up but in the time being I hope you guys are enjoying the content that I'm putting out um I've been having a lot of fun with this podcast it's been really really fun I must say I look forward to you know you guys tuning in with me every Friday I really do. Like, I'm really enjoying researching. I'm really enjoying putting out content. And I I have not been in love with poetry for a while. Like, it comes and goes with me, you know. But right now, it's here. And I can't say for how long, but I'm enjoying it right now. And it, I'm I'm putting it at, like, the forefront from a lot of other things. But I do have a lot of other things going on. I have some um, new business ventures that I'm researching. And hopefully we'll be able to bring to the table pretty soon. But, um, yeah, so I'm excited. I think this year is, you know, even though we're going through a lot, I still think at you know you you can still put your all into making a better you that's what i think you know we can still work on ourselves so that's what i've been doing you know i'm i'm constantly creating or putting something out there something is always popping into this gemini head of mine but i just want to say you know you guys it's never too late to work on yourself um If you have some things that you're struggling with, get to the root of it, you know, get to the root of it and try to work through it. Pray about it, you know, write it down, journal, get it out and start working on it. Also want to say, too, that I've been hearing a lot of people in a lot of situations about people struggling with anxiety and depression and things like that due to COVID-19. 
and I'm just, you know, it's it's really upsetting because this is this is a serious time for us, but at the same time, you know, you can't let it take over and you can't let it win. We're going to take a very short break, but we'll be right back, so stay tuned. You know, today's podcast, and I got a special guest, another special guest, and so happy, happy, happy. You guys don't even understand, like, the level of happiness that I have for this guest today. Like, her work, I just discovered her work, and I re- I found her on Instagram, and I reached out, and she was, you know kind enough to allow me to be able to interview her so and it's really cool because the month of April was National Poetry Month so we kind of ended it with a bang with me having her on my podcast and being able to share for you guys even though I know you know today is May 1st but you you know, you will still be able to hear um her interview and that's dedicated to National Poetry Month with which is in the month of April. So we went out with a bang. So I'm looking forward to you guys hearing that interview. But that'll be coming up really, really shortly. So thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for, you know, supporting me. So continue to tune in every Friday on That Shit Was Poetic, where we talk about all things poetic. Again, if you have some ideas that you want to share with me, inbox me on Instagram, That Shit Was Poetic, or you can email. So I'm looking forward to all of those things. I did get the opportunity to work with another young lady this week. She reached out to me on Instagram And she's putting together a group of young ladies who are all walks of life, who all enjoy poetry, who all write poetry. And I'm going to be a part of that. Hopefully, I'll be able to share, you know, that experience with you all pretty soon. So that's something that I'm working on. So I got a lot of things going on, you know, with this in this poetry world. And I'm so excited because I'm putting it at the forefront. I'm manifesting. I am just, you know what? I am just, I'm putting it all out there. Because right now, I think I'm, I'm, I'm really loving the space that I'm in when I'm in touch with my poetic side. And I'm working on you know, my poetry, I'm listening to poetry, like, my mind just seems so much clearer, um, I I don't know, it's a feeling that I really can't explain, but I'm gonna go ahead and jump into the interview, so hope you guys enjoy this interview. So definitely stay tuned for that gonna take this little short break, and when we come back, we got that interview jumping right off. Hey guys, welcome to That Shit Was Poetic. Thanks for tuning in. We have a special guest in the house today calling in Ayana Albertson. So I'm so excited to have her on the line today. Yay! (laughs) 
So hi, Ayana. How are you today? Hi, Mickey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing. I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And hopefully, your week has been going well. It has. It has. It definitely has. Okay, that's good. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about your background, Ayana. Okay, so um, yeah, I'm originally from a place, a small town called Goldsboro, North Carolina. Um, I left there in middle school, moved to Maryland, and um, but ended up moving back to North Carolina. I graduated from Hillside High School in Durham, North Carolina. Um, went to college in Alabama at Oakland University in Huntsville, Alabama. Um, and as it pertains to this, uh, that's really kind of where I found um, my, it started to like hone in on my craft of poetry um, with a group called Art and Soul there. Um, and I graduated from Oakwood with a degree in broadcast journalism with a minor in public relations, kind of dabbled in that in every sector I could, um, from from TV to radio to uh, content writing, um, and kind of just figured out my own career path in mm-hmm. regards to that. Um, and yeah, moved back to, to North Carolina after graduating, um, and really kind of just have been, you know, still figuring out life. Um, but I do write. I write for a nonprofit called um, Community Change. I um, also have a salon suite in Raleigh. I have oh, a wow, nice. license. Yeah, so I'm out here hustling. But um, I see, I see. <laughs> you sound like, you know, you got a lot of things going on. Yeah, I do. Um, but it, it's just a way of me kind of like um, just making sure that I feed into the things that I like and my passions. And not really trying to settle and, and do anything else. So yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm a poet. I'm a poet. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's why we're on the line today. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so tell me, um, you said you named the um pro- nonprofit that you work for again? Community change. It's based Community. in DC. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. And how long have you been doing that? Um, it's been two years. Okay. Been two years now. Um, and I love it because it's a nonprofit that really, uh, it works to empower, um, communities of color and low income communities. So everything that we write about impacts those communities, whether it's something that we're trying to get them to, uh, just be informative about or, um, kind of give them some insight, um, everything we write about from politics to things that are happening legislatively to things that are happening in communities, you know, I, I like it cause it makes me feel useful. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's something great to be doing, you know, especially with, you know, all the things that we have going on right. in today's world. So, yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. It but um, tell me a little bit. You said you went to school and to college in um, Huntsville, Alabama. You went to mm-hmm. HBCU. Is that correct? Yes. OK, yes, so yes. give us a little bit um, about your experience in college. Um, so honestly, it was very random going to Oakwood um, because a lot of people don't even know about it. It's a private HBCU, but it's a Christian HBCU also. So um, it kind of was one of those things. I had already known about it because it's technically an, a Seventh-day Adventist college. So um, I knew about it because that was that's my religion. Um, but I had no plans on going. Anyways, long story short, it's July. School starts in August. I was actually enrolled in UNCG in North Carolina. Um and then just randomly went through my letters. I felt like, you know, it was some divine intervention going on as well. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, I'm going to go to Alabama. And the experience was honestly the best experience I could have ever had, honestly. I definitely feel like that was uh, aligned with my purpose, with God's will for me to go. Because um, 
uh, not only like the experiences that I had, like as far as like just the collegiate experience, Mm -hmm. but um, because it was a Christian school, um, it really kind of helped me to like garner and really tighten up my spiritual life. And not that it made me like, you know, perfect or nothing like that, but it just was like daily reminders, like and things that I I realized I wouldn't have got elsewhere. And I feel like that's kind of, I feel like that's important, but um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. Huntsville itself is a very nice, um growing developing city um being from North Carolina I wasn't you know it's not like North Carolina is a big huge New York so mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't a uh, too much of a change now granted when you get to South Alabama we start to change a little bit of course you would know exactly but- <laughs> I'm originally from um Dothan Alabama and it's Dothan. crazy because I never visited um Huntsville Alabama uh-huh. it's so crazy I know and I definitely never heard about you know, the college that you went to. So this is, you know, it's always good to learn new things, especially about, you know, the place I grew up in, you know, I was born. So how far was it? Delta from Huntsville. I feel like um, I, I, believe, I believe Huntsville is maybe like two, three hours. Okay. If I'm okay. not mistaken, but don't get me to lying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and it's crazy because I've never been to um, Huntsville. I've been to, you know, Montgomery, Birmingham, like all over, but I've never been to Huntsville. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we got we got a few things in common. Like I told you before, my middle name is Ayana. So that is I'm glad to be talking to so someone beautiful. else. So beautiful. I know. <laughs> <Another> Ayana. <laughs> and I have a um a high school friend. Um, we're not really close or anything, but she also does poetry, and she's a writer. And she her name is Ayana as well. So that's pretty oh, wow. cool. Yeah, I guess yeah. Ayana's like to write. <laughs> yeah, triple A squad over here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, do you have a stage name that you go go by, or do you go by Ayana? I go by Ayana. I go by Ayana Albertson. Actually, okay. I went through that whole phase. You know, when you become a poet, you know, you go through this whole thing. Like, what am I gonna name myself? Where are people gonna call me? And I started to look at my friends who had really cool names that I feel like fit them, but I cannot find anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm very like particular and meticulous when it comes to things like that. Like, because I know that that's something that has longevity, right? If exactly. I come out with this name, I can't just like, I mean, I can, but it'll be, you know, people will still refer to me as whenever I came out with or whatever it is my name when I hit a certain platform, a certain, right. you know, level. So, uh, and sometimes people outgrow you know, a stage name or definitely name themselves and you can never out- outgrow your original birth. My name. original name. And that's why I said, right. I said, you know, what? I'm gonna just stick with my name because I don't want to hate it 10 years from now right. or 20 years from now. Yeah. Well, I think that's beautiful. So um, where do you pull like your inspiration from when you're writing? Honestly, um, life experiences, like mm-hmm. just like really being in tune with myself, a lot of self-evaluation, a lot of observation um, when it comes to other people. Um, but everything everything that I write about and everything that I even draft uh, is is based off of either an emotion or an experience that I right. personally have. Wow. So. How would you label your poetry? Uh, that's a good question. I, th- <laughs> I think... Um, I always tell people I am simple but substance. 
And so what I mean by that is I know there are so many poets who are like English majors and things like that. Mm -hmm. And they use such grandiose words, you know, and it's just like, oh, my gosh, what word? What's that mean? And I'll be going to the dictionary like, oh, that was a nice word to use. And it was like it was a time where I felt like I needed to do that because it it sounded cool. But um, I really realized that there's a lot of art and beauty in simplicity. And so I say I'm simple, but substance It's like I have something to say and what I say is valid and what I'm saying is necessary. and What I'm saying is real and raw. But at the same time, I'm going to say it in a way where people from different walks of life are going to understand it. Definitely. That's kind of what I would say. I definitely agree with you when you say, you know, you're necessary, very necessary. So I'm going to just go ahead and put that out there. Thank you. You know, everybody has a different style. And I've, I've even struggled with that myself, you know, like, you know, reading other people's work and listening to their work. And Mm -hmm. I've just gotten to a place, um, I'm 36 now. And for a very long time, I didn't like, you know, speaking my poetry. I didn't Mm -hmm. like putting it out there, but it's something that always stuck with me. So I got to a place where it's like, okay, you know what? This is what I like. And if other people don't like it, it's okay. I'm doing this for you because, you know, this is a part of me. So I definitely, I definitely can relate with you on that. Right. It's almost like um, the altar call at church. You know how with a pastor or a preacher or anybody be like, you know, just one person. And that's kind of what our mm-hmm. poetry is. It's like, it's just for that one person, you know? Right. Right. I read that you wrote a book called Black Woman and Water. Is that correct? Yes. So, um, okay. I have a book called Black Women in Water, but I keep calling it my baby book because it's like not an official book for me. It's a booklet. Um, and, you know, people keep telling me not to, like, not to call it the baby book. But mm-hmm. it's just because it's a, when I had, a, I had a lot of features going on and I realized I needed merch. So I kind of like pushed it together. I wrote some new things in it. I definitely did. But um, it's only about 12 pages long, the full book. So it's my little baby book, but I'm very proud of it. I love the name. I'm very particular about how things look and aesthetic. So I'm proud mm-hmm. of my little baby book. <laughs> you should be. You should be. It's, it's yours. It's your work of art. And I'm proud of you as well. How can we find that book? So um, on Instagram, uh, okay. my, I started a brand called Passion Over Popularity. And so um, it's really about you know what we were talking about before about being necessary and saying what needs to be said versus what people want to hear or saying what needs to be said versus what's popular and that's how we come up with the name passion over popularity so on instagram um the name is passion over pop and um up there is where you can find the book on that instagram page and it'll kind of walk you through what to do because i don't have i have a a site being like pending but i don't have an official site so that's how you'll purchase it okay okay so tell us about your win in your Women of the World Poetry Slam. How was that for you? Honestly, it was it was so unexpected. And I know people usually like hear stuff like this, especially people who win things. But when I say it was really unexpected, it was very unexpected. Do I, do I mean that as I didn't think I was going to do well when I first got there? No. But the way the um, competition was going by Friday night, I counted myself out, not like I beat myself up. I was, I was the most happiest person in the, you know, the competition. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I'm still excited for all my friends who were still advancing. But the way that um, it works is you get ranked Thursday night, you get ranked Friday night, and those who are in the top 14 of those ranks of the 96 women, it's the top 14 of 96 women, they go on to Saturday. I did not 
rank high on Thursday and it wasn't because I did bad it's just people ranked higher than me mm-hmm. and so um I just knew from Thursday that I wasn't going to make it. It was literally Saturday morning, about three o'clock, three or four o'clock in the morning. My roommate at the hotel, she started screaming, oh, my God, yada, yada, yada. And I'm, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm asleep. So I'm mm-hmm. startled. My heart started beating off fast. And she's like, you made finals. And I'm just looking at her like, are you drunk? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like she really scared me. And I'm just like, what do you mean I made finals? That don't even make sense. So she was like, go check, go check, go check. And I went to check and it didn't say it on my end. She was like, mm-hmm. no, it has to be, it has to be. So I didn't see it. She said, like, check your email. So I checked my email because the organiz- the organizers of the competition will send you an email if you made it. And I definitely had an email saying I made it. So I'm like, what the heck? So wow. I go back to the I go back to the website and I refreshed it and that's when I saw it. So wow. it was it was a great experience. Finals was amazing. Um and I just from the top 14 I ended up second. Wow, congratulations <laughs> on that. That's Thank amazing. You. Have you ever done any um major poetry slams like that or was that your first? So that was my third time at the Women of the World, but the Women of the World okay. is the only national poetry slam the nas- the only individual national poetry slam that I attend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do other things like the national NPS, which is um, a group, but it's a group based in, um, national slam. So this is the only one I do that's individual. Wow. Congratulations. Thank that's you. really exciting news. Is that it is National Poetry Month. How, how important is National Poetry Month for you? And is there anything special that you do in particular? Um, so what's so crazy is as a poet, um, I feel like there are a lot of things that other poets do and other poets know um, or hold to high esteem that I just kind of brushed over for so many years. So honestly, up until about two years ago, National Poetry Month, I didn't even know it was a thing. That's so sad. But like two years yeah, ago. No, it's not. It's not. Because you know what? I just found out about it. Like, I really did. Okay. And I, I, I was like, you know what? That's crazy. <laughs> but, you know, when something, I guess when something is just a part of you, for so long Mm -hmm. it's like this is this is something that you do so it really doesn't have to be recognized because it's you every single day that's right you know what I'm saying like it's almost like just being black in America like yeah we don't need a month to tell us that we're black we we live this every single day yes you know we should be talking about the great leaders and the people who fought for us but at the same time it's like we live it every single day right that's real you know so I I I I get it. I yeah. Get it. I, I had no idea. But um, so about two years ago when I found it, it might have been like 2018, 2017, maybe 2017. Um, that's when I started to write. I did the whole 30 for 30 thing. Last year, I began to slack. This year, honestly, this year, I have not felt like writing. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's like a mix of like quarantine, anxiety and depression, plus the fact that it's National Poetry Month. But um. I have not felt like writing, so I've only written twice this whole month. Um, But I do, I have, like, listened to poetry. I've been Mm -hmm. reading some stuff. Um, A lot of my friends have um, participated in the 30 for 30, so I'm constantly giving, like, feedback and, you know, praising them for what what it is that they're doing. And I think it's okay, though. I think that's okay. Um, It's definitely okay. Yeah, I had somebody like, oh, my gosh, why are you not writing? And I'm just looking at them like, you know, my creative, my creativity period is not um, married to poetry. 
you mm-hmm. know so I've done other things like besides poetry I, I'm over here TikTok dancing you know right. but and I, that's creative yeah I've been I'm on TikTok as well <laughs> and I, I, love, I love the app I swear to you I love the app like my family have been telling me like what's going on like what's up with all these TikToks so I, that's part of being creative it's like an outlet I yeah it's an outlet I you know I do hair so I was doing my hair I did my mom's hair mm-hmm. um I've been painting so you know different things like that like it's not stuck to one thing and I think that's what sometimes people tend to push on you that yeah. you're supposed to be this one trick pony when they've only seen you in that light but it's like no I'm you made up of many different things. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I, I think people have to learn how to accept, you know, when someone gives you another piece of them. You right. know, because it's it's a big thing when you sharing, you know, your different parts with the world. That's very true. And yeah. like you said, people sometimes get blinded and only can see in one direction. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to see anything else that you're that someone is trying to offer to them. But, right. You know, I, I'm I'm a person who has many different layers, and I find that a lot of people sometimes have a hard time accepting those other layers. But oh, yes. I keep doing me, so yeah. But um, let me ask you. You know, I did hear you say you know you struggle with a little bit of anxiety and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you what do you do? Like, especially with the pandemic going on in the world right now, all this craziness that we have going on, what do you do to kind of like pull yourself away or, you know, just to kind of get yourself to a place of, okay, now I got some sanity. Okay. <laughs> so honestly, since I do definitely think I have some, some bit of, of like a COVID anxiety, um, okay. anxiety that has been brought on by this situation. Um, and mm-hmm. it's not even like I'm a, I'm, I'm afraid to <laughs> like you know contract the virus it's not even that it's literally how it affects me in my life so mm-hmm. um honestly the TikTok was literally the first thing I did to to kind of combat that um I go on drives almost every day if people stay in their house I can't do it and I'm mm-hmm. not even like I'm not an extrovert by any stretch of the word but I'm an introvert who likes to do things by herself so that means like I'm not in the house but I'll go to the store by myself I'll go to the movies by myself I'll go eat by myself you know and I'm constantly moving but by myself so that's Mm -hmm. like how my introversion works and so I don't want to stay in the house like you know by myself and do nothing so um, I go on a job every day I go work out um I run outside I walk outside you know um and and honestly even outside of COVID um working out helps a lot with my anxiety um, because it, it's kind of hard. Um, I don't always, I don't always like to say, oh, I have depression, but I do right. say like sometimes like, oh, I am experiencing depression. I am depressed at this moment. Um, and that's kind of like my way of like, not really giving, giving, like not taking ownership of it. Like, cause it's not mm-hmm. mine. It's something that is trying to, you know, attack me in a sense. Right. So, um, yeah, when when it just comes to dealing with that, I just have to keep moving in some way. And I'm not going to lie now. I'm not always successful in trying to combat it. Some days I just let it have its way. I just let it have its way with me. And I just lay in my bed and I just cry. <laughs> I just get in the shower yeah. and I just cry. Um, but, you know, on days where I am, you know, mentally strong enough to combat it, I do. 
Well, thank you for sharing that because I know, you know, it is a sensitive um, subject. Oh, absolutely. And a lot of people don't like sharing. But I always, you know, if I hear something like that, having this um, platform, you know, with my podcast, if it's something that can help someone else that's listening. Absolutely. You know, it could be a takeaway for someone else. But um, I don't want to hold you too long, but is there any possible way that you will be able to bless us today with a piece, maybe an old piece? Sure. Okay, I, I'm looking forward to that. I've been so excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, is it okay if I do a newer piece? I, I'm excited for any piece. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yes. Okay, go ahead and introduce the name of your piece and just okay. jump right into All right. it. Um, the poem is called Lineage. So, here it is. In this family, we always clean up nice. Make sure the house is properly kept, the laundry folded, the linens fresh in this house. We good at putting on a show of making sure people don't see our mess, our mistakes, our stains. We good at fixing, at refreshing, at filtering the flaws that only these walls have witnessed how we good at putting things back where they belong. Like a child in a child's place when she wonder why that man keep coming in her room. We good at sweeping dirt under the rug, of cramming our skeletons into the closet. How we vacuum the stench of abuse from out these carpets and call it cleanse and spot free, sparkle clean. And mama say, you better not leave them beds unmade. Better fluff them pillows like they knew. Like they ain't never been used to swallow these tears like these sheets ain't full of conviction and comfort at the same time. You see, for a long time, black families been shushing black children into secrets, shaming them from sharing what lurks in the shadows like monsters, like molesters, like mommy's cousin, like daddy's demons. How we always chastise them kids for just being kids, but spare the family rapist that spoiled the child. How reunions are only reminders that what happens in this family stays in this family. How grandma's secret recipe has always been forgetfulness. Like she don't remember all them times grandpa became a magician. How he make a whole family from another woman's womb, but this family clean up nice. Care more about what others think than what the victims in this bloodline feel. How she would rather fold into herself than have uncle lay her out again. How nephew would rather hang himself in a closet than to come out of it. And ain't that the family tradition? Trauma. How we pass down this hurt like hand-me-down threads. How Sunday dinners ain't quite the same when you forced to break bread with your abuser. How we always call on the Lord but forget to cast out those demons. In this family, we are a lineage of lost childhoods and stolen innocence. How we never talk about it, even though we know it exists. How this family name alone holds a multitude of sins. But when guests arrive, when the doorbell rings, the lock undone, and the outsiders come in, you could swear on your low-down great-great-grandfather's grave that this family was perfect. Thank you. (laughs) Wow. That shit was poetic. I love it. I love it. I love it. Like you really, wow. you gave me chills. Seriously, you gave me chills. Like that's oh. I'm speechless right now. <laughs> nah, I feel it though. Because a lot of that that you spoke about is the things that Definitely. you know we're facing every single day in this mm-hmm. world. You know, and it it is deep. Yes, it really is. Wow. I'm I'm just amazed that like, you know, 
how your how you word your poetry, you know, how you pull from everyday life, how you pull from, you know, the things that mm-hmm. black people struggle with, like your passion when you're speaking. That that's the thing that amazes me. So I just want to tell you, oh, I'm, sure. I'm a fan. <laughs> I'm glad I ran across your page. I'm glad I found you. Um, I'm, I'm just excited. I appreciate it, though, seriously. I I um I love just being on platforms, anyways. And I love when people are doing anything, things that are pushing uh, poetry and pushing the voices of others and amplifying the voices of others. So I appreciate you. Yes. Yes. Okay, Thank okay. you. Thank you. So tell my viewers, um, how can we find you on social media? Um, Just let them know all about how we can, you know, follow you and look forward to your new projects. um, I am on Instagram and Twitter as Untouchable Yan. Untouchable, the way it is supposed to be spelled, Y-A-N-N. I am on Facebook as Ayana Yan Albertson. I am also on YouTube two different YouTube pages, but one is Passion okay. Over Pop, and the other one, you should be able to just type in Ayana Albertson or Sincerely Yan, um, same Y-A-N-N situation, and it should be able to come through that way. Okay, great. And do you have anything um, popping off soon or anything that we can um, look forward to? Currently, no, but um, in well, actually in May, um, I'll be judging a poetry slam, a virtual poetry slam. I think that'll be cool. It'll be three weeks, um, and it's called Poetry Battles. Um, and you should be able to find it on Instagram at Poetry Battles. Um, so uh, they're doing like a three-week uh, poetry slam, and I'll be a judge for that. As far as like me being a, a poet, uh, not anything specifically mm-hmm. um, anytime soon right now. But if you follow me, I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'm definitely following, so I'll be following everything that you're okay. doing from now on. Okay, thank you, Yana, so much for blessing my thank podcast. Um, I know my viewers will be happy to listen to your poetry, and hopefully, you know, they'll follow you and track everything that you're doing, because I'm a fan. Hopefully, my my viewers will become fans. So thank, thank you, you so thank much you. again. I really appreciate it. So guys, we have made it to 10 fabulous weeks. It went by so quick. I cannot believe how quick 10 weeks came. And I'm so, so excited. I want you guys to share in my excitement by please downloading the Anchor app and hopping on and, you know, sharing your thoughts on how you either liked my podcast or if you got some takeaway from it thus far hop on and leave us a voice comment i really want to hear your thoughts so thank you guys for listening so thanks for tuning in to that shit was poetic i'm your host nikki and tune in every friday for new episodes To check out our old episodes, follow That Shit Was Poetic on all streaming services, Spotify or Google Play. Or follow us on the Anchor app to leave a comment. To be featured in our podcast, email or DM us on thatshitwaspoetic at gmail.com. Or follow us on Instagram. Thanks for tuning in.